0: There's so many solopreneurs. We are in silos. What we really and truly need are opportunities and avenues to get our questions answered, have our feelings validated. Welcome to
1: Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses.
0: We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs, just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Purposeful Podcasting with the Serendipitous Rebels. (laughs) I am Wendy, and I'm here with Crystal, (laughs) lovely sing-songy lilt in your voice. Today, we're talking about a topic that we've been talking a lot about lately, and that is the value of masterminding. Masterminding.
1: As I bought my plane ticket to go mastermind with Wendy in a couple of weeks.
0: Yay, yay. We've been in the online space long enough that we know that there are a ton of masterminds out there. We've been part of collectively and individually quite a few masterminds. And I think that what we see for us and I will preface this to say that this is, you know, kind of our vision of what we need is different. What says you?
1: (laughs) So we did a podcast episode way, way back last year about like the difference between mastermind and masterminding. I really just want a quick like touch on that because definitions are important because I want people to really understand what it is when we talk about mastermind Dean. The biggest difference is when you are mastermind Dean It's making you an active participant in the mastermind experience. There are masterminds out there where you join, you go, somebody sits up and soapboxes for however long of a time, talks at. And
0: maybe you have hot seats. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. But what we do at Serendipitous Rebel and the type of masterminds that we run ourselves and what we enjoy participating in more is where every single person is an active participant in the experience. You are learning and discussing your business through movement and on the go. So I'm going to reference our masterminding experience in Costa Rica, where we were actively doing things throughout the day with our participants, but All day, every day is really talking about your business, was really talking about the main topic at hand, was really kind of drilling in individually, because I think that there is not a one size fit all approach to business. All of us have different businesses, different business models, different ideal clients. And so it's really understanding the participants and really understanding what their needs are and really working that specifically and that specific goal. Instead of trying to say, this is a mastermind about lead generation, and we're just going to talk about how to run ads all week. I'm not even saying that those are bad experience and, hey, you do you, boo. But that's what we're talking about when we talk about masterminding.
0: I come at it from, well, it's actually a similar perspective. My background is in adult education and meeting planning. I worked for higher education associations and professional organizations that did what I have always felt is really the ideal masterminding. And that is you are coming together in a relatively small group in order to bring your real problems and you're looking for real solutions in your life. It could have an overarching topic. Like Costa Rica, the topic was get your group on, which is how do you run masterminds? How do you run retreats? That sort of thing. But the whole focus is really people coming with their questions. And having the freedom, it's like an, it's like it's an open space concept where you come and you really dig in. What is it that I need to learn to move forward in my business or what do I need to learn to better my life? It doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a year long mastermind or anything like that it just can actually be a relatively quick peer to peer exchange i find those experiences to be absolutely invaluable absolutely invaluable that's what we you and i do now we went on a cruise with there were five five of us last fall and we're looking to do it again this fall, possibly with a few more people. But it was the, the opportunity in an environment that was completely relaxed, completely unhurried, filled with like entertainment and great food and so much conversation. I came home and my head just exploded, actually on the plane coming home. My head exploded in a really good way.
1: Because when you allow yourself that opportunity to come together, there's two things. One, the peer-to-peer aspect, because yeah, you might come to a masterminding experience with a problem, but you have unique and valuable insights to provide Mm -hmm. solutions to the whole situation. And what we have really loved in our in serendipitous rebel is creating and cultivating masterminding experiences that bring multiple personalities and people to the table that it is the rising tide society for lack of better word and i know that gets used to death but it really (laughs) is this idea that everybody comes on a fairly even playing field it's not one guru lording over everybody else you have us who are kind of maybe facilitating the experience and you were facilitating the experience mostly on our cruise experience last fall, but it is bringing everybody together to talk about what it is happening in their business. And what I like about it is nobody is put on the spot when you are doing it that way, when Mm -hmm. you are naturally having conversations and having fun and talking with people, whether we were walking through Key West shopping, or we were just at dinner talking naturally and organically, things start bubbling up and problems start bubbling up to the surface. And it is Mm -hmm. amazing how all hands are on deck at that moment to try and help you work through whatever that issue happens to be, whatever that stumbling block happened to be in your business. What I loved about the cruise environment was that there was no distractions. My phone wasn't going off six million different times. Canceled client calls for the week. It was just this total disconnect and an opportunity to disconnect from family, disconnect from every, all the distractions going off at home. You just heard my watch ding, six million different things dinging at me at once and really be in the moment to respond yeah. me.
0: And that is so invaluable. And also the interesting thing is that when you step out of your routine, when you step out of your comfort zone, it gives you a little bit of an edge Mm -hmm. because you're not sure. You're not on autopilot. It's that little edge that opens up for really growth, expansion, vulnerability, creativity. I mean, for me, it has never come in a hotel meeting room where there's no windows. The air is kind of gross. And I'm really uncomfortable chair or I'm in theater seating, which is so uncomfortable because I'm a mover and I'm a shaker. (laughs) I just think back of our like co-working day. We were sitting in the SIP lounge. We were, we were getting ready for IT and we were like sprawled out. I felt very leisurely because I was like, yeah, I was sprawled out, like almost laying down on this bench or no, it's more like a chaise, chaise lounge anyway. And it was just, it was fabulous. I think about the amount of work that I got done actually. And I think I took, I took a snooze too. I don't think I was the only one either, No, but it was, perfect. it was so perfect.
1: It is. So let's talk about like the value of all those things too. Like, and what your alternatives are, because I think when you're a business owner and most of us are solopreneurs, or maybe we have a partner or solopreneurs, even if you're running a team, all of us kind of work on our own little silos. What these short getaways offer you the opportunity to do is like when he said, you're working on real problems in real time. Mm -hmm. Because I don't care who you are in business, wherever you are, you have some sort of a problem or a hiccup or something that you are trying to work Right. right now. Okay, the difference is, is that you're trying to do it, in your home office and your dog is scratching at the door over here and people yeah. are knocking down soliciting to you and you're looking around like I am right now. And there's you know a pile of laundry over there that probably needs to get folded and put away at some point. I'm watching the clock. I've got to go get the kids here soon. There's all these other distractions. What I need in that moment is I don't need another course. I think coaching is super valuable and that's a completely different podcast topic. But what I'm really needing is actual movement through it not even the accountability that coaching can provide i need the actual movement and real-time clarity where we can like real-time workshop it and then actually like okay open your computer i know that there was a point that one of the gals and i like i said you know what open your computer let me see that let me show you where that is like let's actually fix that for you right here that's really really valuable In Mm -hmm. As far as like the momentum and getting things done, like you said, actually getting a lot done during those co-working sessions. And then even when you're not working, and I'm using air quotes right now, there was not a single conversation or time on that boat. That didn't at some point circle back to our businesses and problems we were having and how to think about things. It all kind of starts coming back around to that, whether we were out on the beach one day or whether we were at dinner. And there was a lot of fun, a lot of other things mixed in, great drag show, great other things. But it all kind of circles back to really, I'm thinking out loud and these ideas are happening and coming to me because I'm moving, which I think we all agree moving is the best way to get the noggin going, and I can actually look at you or look at the other people and say, what do you think about this?
0: As I listen to everything you just said, I think about this event that I had worked on for a number of years. Their tagline is, being a CEO is often lonely. Oh. Peer support is their answer to that. Peer support is their answer to the notion that a CEO is often lonely. And I think about it that while this was not in the entrepreneurial world, that is so spot on true. And I think that as you were talking about, there's so many solopreneurs. We are in silos. What we really and truly need are opportunities and avenues to get our questions answered have our feelings validated in an environment that's not judgmental or one-sided or, you know, that's just very free. I think that is what seems to work really well for us, building a community where we have people to turn to, because that's part of it too. It's like, I don't want to have to wait to a Zoom call once a month when I need my feelings validated. When I have a question where if it's a peer-to-peer relationship, I can just pick up the phone and say, hey, well, I don't pick up the phone, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no phone involved. I can vox and say, hey, can you hop on a call with me? Or can we Zoom for a few minutes or whatever it is? But it allows for there to be a much greater connections, which is ultimately, I think, what we all crave, absolutely crave in this world.
1: Yeah. And what's cool about it, too, is that these are the people that you end up collaborating with. These are the people that you end up co-working with. The best indication of why this is needed is that I recently attended an event in California in April, and it was your standard conference event. There was a speaker, we're at tables in a conference room with no windows. There was a funky smell. <laughs> I just laughed when you said that because I just, oh, flashbacks. And every single person that I talked to at that conference all said the same thing. I am here to network with people. I'm here to get to know other people. I'm here for the connections. The speaker, the other information, is not only is it secondary, it is also mostly regurgitated stuff and it's usually not very relevant to everybody in the room, but the connections that people make and the ability to collaborate and network, extremely valuable. So what I think our challenge is and why we find masterminding so valuable is creating the space for people to do only that and not have to sit through begrudgingly because both of us hate sitting in conference rooms and <laughs> other people talk via PowerPoint. There's just nothing more yeah. mind numbing in the world to me. That's partly why we've created our masterminding adventures is to say like, this is how we want to do it differently. And the value of that is, like you said, walking away with just energy and connections. And maybe it's your new business bestie. Maybe it's your square squad that you walk away yeah. with. I know that's what yeah. happens with us. And just this ability to see how can we continue to work together to move forward? How can we all grow together? That's just incredibly powerful and exciting. And very much craved without the obligation of being stuck with these people for a year or long term. It's, you know, being able to cultivate and create these, you know, five day getaways, four day getaways, whatever it is, where you can dip your toe in the water, you can get to know people, and then, you know, you either continue the relationship or you don't.
0: And I'm going to step out there and say, and this is something we also, recently have talked about that the formula for doing masterminds this it's a for it's a formula okay. and realize that it's an offer and you know what it works so fantastically well for many 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 people it's an offer that allows a coach or a consultant or whomever to only have to, to, to actually sell a mastermind usually once or twice a year. What I'm trying to say is that that doesn't necessarily work for us. And either, I don't think it works for us either as coaches at for Serendipitous Rebel or for us as individuals. Like I said, there are many people that this works incredibly well and if there's and, you know, I got to tell you, one of the things that I love also is that w- with the exception of some logistics, nobody's really in charge. It is definitely, truly a peer to peer experience. Mm-hmm. Everyone brings to the table whatever it is that they want at the table. And I think that there's something incredibly powerful about the peer to peer it's not like at the end of a mastermind weekend, it's like, "Hey, now let's sell." And, and what I mean by sell is not each, not to each other, but it's really selling to the the individuals for the rest of the the, the mastermind. And I and that is a formula. That is a formula that is very popular out there because we could. That probably is another podcast, but you know, that's how you justify doing a ma- masterminding for financial.
1: Reasons. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, people will do like and, a event or something and a retreat. And then there's a big pitch at right. the end for their high ticket right. program. Right. And like you said, sometimes for some people that works, they've got that very honed down and, you know, again, you do, you variances are created around something very, very different. Again, it's about, What I love about Serendipitous Rebel, and when we say that we are business and marketing coaches with a twist, it is that we really want to do it differently. And it's really about that focus of scaling impact over profits. And funny enough, guys, the profits do come still. And we're not the Red Cross. We still have a business to run. But at the end of the day, (laughs) I love our masterminding experience because it really is I want you to go home with an action plan, you know, and we even put action plans on the back of our notebooks to people to take notes for like, get your group on. We did this in Costa Rica, ended up our last one kind of going around going, okay, what's the one action item you're going to complete by, I think it was January 1, or what's your what's your main goal for 2023 and to go around and now to be able to come back together with people this fall it's it's a great opportunity to say did you meet the mark where are you at there's a little bit of accountability there, but it's just a lot of okay, maybe you didn't meet the mark okay, where can we tweak what changes can we make next year how can we look at this for you and help you make it better along the way and I think that's just a really exciting and cool way to
0: do it. I definitely agree. I agree completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so stay tuned. We we may have some interesting opportunities on the horizon in the not too distant future, especially after we get together for our masterminding.
1: <laughs> That's true. So yeah, if you guys are and, and, and even just a remotely interested in masterminding with us, there is a waitlist. It's on our website. And of course the link is there in the show notes. So be sure to hop on that waitlist, and yeah, you might just come and play with us. All right. Awesome. Okay. Well, until next time, we would love to know also what events and masterminds do you enjoy being a part of? What have you looked into? And because no matter what you do, whether it's with us or with somebody that peer-to-peer collaboration is so incredibly important. And until next week, bye.
0: See you later.
1: Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.